Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Jarrett, Robin, Tyler. On today's podcast, we discuss movies for the rest of your life. For those of you who are new to the podcast, the Morning Geekdom is a place where friends congregate to discuss all things pop culture. Hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. Jarrett, I'm glad Hello. you're back on the podcast, buddy. <laughs> Going back from Canada still. All of that, uh, no hate? You haven't got any hate emails? Oh, no, I haven't been murdered in the streets yet. Uh, <laughs> I've got a few hate texts. <laughs> okay. People, people like Scream, man. <laughs> people like Scream. Well, I think people also just don't like being called garbage. I mean, some people are just fussy like that. <laughs> hey, I appreciate the, the the take on it, though. We've had a lot of comments on social media, a lot of downloads, so I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm just going to start saying uh, horrible shit just to drive. People will tune in for something they hate, so I think that'll drive the, the ratings. All right. <laughs> Perfect. Just don't make it too much. Rob? Hi. Hi. How are you So doing, I buddy? get in trouble. Like, so when I'm into something, I'm like all in and because I'm excited about it, as you know. I like, you know, hey, we should do this. And so, like, Jared, it's like, so Jared is almost, I feel like my responsibility. So, over the years, I've always like recommended people to like work with me, whether it be at the bar, at the school, at the whatever. Sure. And I got about a 50 50 rating as far as like people that turn out great and other people that are fucking train wrecks. So, like, okay. Jared is currently walking the line of, you know. <laughs> I love Jared. Jared's not going anywhere. <laughs> Jared didn't and like Ro- Scream, and he voiced his opinion. I can appreciate right. that. That's right. And Rob, by the way, you tried recommending me for a job, and that didn't exactly pan out, did it? Which one did I try? <laughs> was it a teaching job? The teaching job I lost to the guy with the cape. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck, yes. <laughs> All right, we, we might need to touch if, on that later. We might need yeah, to bring up this, the guy with the cape later. This is, this is a good story, but we'll, t- we'll get to it at some point. Yeah. All right. Tyler, welcome back to the podcast. How's it going? Thanks. Uh, Scream. How do you feel about Scream? I, like you said on the podcast, I think Scream is the definitive <laughs> horror movie of our generation. Uh, I think it's a very good movie. I don't love it like the way Beth does and others might, so I didn't take offense necessarily to what Jarrett said, but I am happy that he, uh, that I know in my heart he is very wrong. <laughs> okay. So you're not, you're not angry with Jarrett. That's good. I mean... Do you think... He did say garbage movies for Correct. garbage people, so that was. Do you think anyway. his taste is I'm, shit now? <laughs> In mid '90s horror movies, absolutely. Fair enough. Um, did I? I just realized all three of you fucks used to be teachers or aspiring teachers at one point. Now that yeah. I just heard Jarrett was supposed to be a teacher but lost to a guy with a cape. What the fuck am I doing here? I don't know. All right, just talk amongst yourselves. I'll just yeah. Sit you know, here you found listen. three idiots that all like talk for a living, and that's why we're doing so well. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah. I don't know what to say. I feel, I feel inadequate right now, uh, considerably. Sorry, buddy. Nah. Yeah, I'm just some schlub in the in the fucking closet. Um, <laughs> all right, Jarrett, real quick, you lost a teaching position to a gentleman with a or or a person in a cape. <laughs> Uh, actually, a celebrity with a cape. So, he does have an IMDb page. No big deal. He, uh, Is this so why you guys don't for... like Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> yes, it was Leonardo DiCaprio. No, you, you, uh, you cracked the code. It was, uh, I think it was teaching maybe economics. Was Do you remember what that was, Rob? With that it, it, you came to like interview at my school, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. No, it was I a math I... position. It was like 10th grade math. Yeah. It was like regular working man's math. I, I cleaned my suit and everything. And I put yeah. It. 
<laughs> put it on and talk to people. <laughs> and then the guy that got the job was a guy who was in You've Got Mail. And <laughs> you you no, tell no, a story horrendously. Let me take over. Let there, me drive here for a minute. There's more to the story. Fine, you fucking drive. So, all right. So, so one of Jared's like secret favorite <laughs> movies on the planet, and I've heard him say this, and my wife can attest, is You've Got Mail. So that is the first kind of part of the irony. So I worked with this guy when I first got hired. You know, he was a substitute teacher and I was the, an art teacher, but he was always in my room because I taught film. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I was a filmmaker myself. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, what have you been in? He's like, well, I really kind of worked crew. But if you want to see me, check out You've Got Mail. So I was like, OK, <clears throat> one of my roommates favorite movie. How could I not see it? So I'm like, so who were you in the movie? He's like, you'll be able to figure it out. Don't worry. So I'm watching the stupid movie like fairly intensely, and there's a scene where Tom Hanks meets Meg Ryan, not to kind of reveal who they are, but they just kind of end up in the same coffee shop. Dude comes in with a fucking cape, and Tom Hanks even like says, there's a line in the movie, as she turns around hoping it's going to be somebody else, and she's like looking disappointed. He's like, "What is it the guy in the cape? So that guy in the cape, who had already worked in the district, was the guy who got Jarrett's job. Cape Man was his character Correct. name. <laughs> Peter Mian. Mr. Mayan. Peter Mayan. Mayan. Okay. Is he still he's a teacher still... at your place? He He's not with us. I, to be totally honest, God rest him, I think he's dead, but I do not know. This got dark real quick. Yes, yeah. it did. Just, that was the last time I heard of him. Wait, so is that job open? <laughs> <laughs> Dick. Um, I've never seen you. You've got mail, so... Oh, Ooh, underrated yeah. movie, clearly. <laughs> Tyler, did you just go, whoo, when I said I'm... I mean, huh. it, as somebody who watches lots and lots of movies, how do you not see a movie with two of the definitive actors of the 90s? <laughs> okay, so I, I don't care for Meg Ryan. I never have. And I'm not okay. a massive Tom Hanks fan. I mean, okay. I've seen a ton of Tom Hanks movies. I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point in this podcast. Romantic comedy's <laughs> not really for me. <laughs> hmm. All right, Tyler, so you came up with this idea, the idea of uh, movies for the rest of your life. Explain what your what, what this is, what this means, what we're going to talk about, since it's your idea. Well, well, I shouldn't say it's, it's not my idea. Um, I didn't come up with the question. So, um, mm. well, we haven't really said exactly what this is all about, but one of the questions we're going to ask each other is, if you could only watch one movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? So that's a movie that, or that's a question that has been bounced around by plenty of people. And Rob, you might remember as an Office fan, it's a part of an episode in, early in the series where um, they're playing that Desert Island game, and, and Dwight says his movie that he would choose is The Crow. Right. <laughs> um, Great episode. And so, anyway, this is a this is a fairly common, I, I think, uh, discussion topic when you're talking sure. about movies. But then, um, so that thought popped into my head one day, and then uh, I think maybe someone on the Discord app, or uh, anyway, um, might might have brought it up. And then I tried thinking of other for the rest of sure. your life um, topics, like you know, if you could only watch one actor's movies, one soundtrack that you could only listen to for the rest of your life. So um, that's where it came from. Um, and on top of that, I, I love lists like you do, Anthony. I think I think in lists a lot of the time during the day. I can't go more than a few hours without saying that something or someone is in my top five or one sure. of the ten best this or that. Uh, and I also love to make wild declarative <laughs> statements a lot um and so this really 
works well with that. I get, I get to say that something is the best or something that I love the most. So um, my wife makes fun of me for saying those types of things on this podcast all the time and tells me I should stop it, but I'm not going to. Yeah, I think so. I've gotten the most texts from you about this movie, X movie is the best movie I've ever seen or the greatest movie. It happens monthly, probably. <laughs> no. I mean, I've gotten it from The Goonies, Sandlot, Shawshank Redemption, Fellowship. It's usually a podcast you're on, but those will then yeah. be like the greatest movies. Are. I think you even said like Happy Gilmore is your favorite movie of all what? time at some point. Oh, I didn't say that. I mean, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, well, I think I mean, early on that that uh, was, there... you said, my the movie you enjoy watching the most. I'm pretty sure. No, that is wrong. <laughs> okay. But it's a movie that I know is bad that I still love. Happy Gilmore anyway. is not bad. It's enjoyable. I mean, it's not... It's, it's not, not Shawshank bad. Redemption, but it's fun. It's not... Sure, <laughs> it is. Rob, you're just sitting there twiddling your fingers. I'm just... I'm just... You know, it's... You, you're making me... As he was, like, re-explaining the whole thing... Sure. What happens is you're making me pick one, and you even, like, put it in the email, like, fucking Rob, you only get fucking one... Yeah. So what happens is the declarative statement makes me very uncomfortable. So I ha- I'm like constantly like, like nudging it one way or another. So I'm just like, as you guys are talking here, I'm just contemplating my answers and second guessing myself. So that's that's what I got going on right now. That is what I loved well, about this topic is the definitive like this is it. This is what you want to watch forever. There's no like it could be this or maybe this. You might have some some honorable mentions. Which is fine to bring up, but I need an answer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and We're I know gonna... Rob specifically is going to have the hardest time with this. Oh, my, you have no idea. Jared, <laughs> are you going to have a hard time with this? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I pour my heart and soul into this stuff. <laughs> All right. So I feel like this podcast is probably going to go long. So I think we should just get started. All right, Jared. So this is the first question. If you could only watch one movie for the rest of your life, what would you choose? So, you, so the question is, uh, I'm not watching like I I can't watch movies, but whenever I decide like I'm going to watch a movie, I have to watch this one single movie. Correct. Okay, so Correct. I, I initially thought the first two questions I'd have the same answer, but I'm thinking about it, and I'm not. So this I'm going to go with Airplane. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Why just Airplane? Because, uh. Just because I'm thinking if I'm not watching movies, I'm only going to watch like I can't get anything new. I can't get any new experience out of a movie. Sure. So I'll just need some kind of cheer me up movie to be to get me over the fact that I'm sad that I can't watch movies. (laughs) (laughs) If that logic makes sense. Uh, An airplane. I don't know if you've seen it lately. It is aging amazingly in a very weird way. (laughs) Okay, I have not seen airplane in a long time. It is so offensive. <laughs> Stuart, I, I speak re- jive. I, and every time I see it, I find something new that's like, I can't believe we thought this was cool. <laughs> but it still makes me laugh hysterically. Okay. Like the two dudes, t- the two dudes talking jive. How is that okay yeah. with anyone ever? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not sure. So... <laughs> so- and I've, did you have any like honorable mentions? Were there other movies you were thinking about for this, or did Airplane immediately come to mind? No, I, I, I don't want to give my honorable mention because it's my answer. It's my answer to the next question. Okay. Uh, so let's hold off on that. Uh, yeah, Airplane. I just kind of like, if I had to split the questions up, like that just came to the top of my head. All right, Rob. Same question. If you could only okay. want, watch one movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? 
All right. So if it's one movie for the rest of my life, here's here. I'll give you the honorable mention. I'll give you the answer, which everybody's going to know. <clears throat> so my thought was, if it's going to be one movie, I have to be able to study that movie like very, 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 very deeply. So I needed a movie that had a lot of stuff going on, not only kind of visually, but like storyline wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so and for me to kind of dial in because a piece of this would be me doing a lot of research that all that stuff kind of needed to be available as well. So that was my mindset was just like, you know, even if I just watch it once a week, once a month, whatever, I really want it to be something mm-hmm. I could like kind of chew on. <clears throat> so my okay. honorable mention is going to be Fellowship of the Ring. Okay. Um, and a lot of this is because I'm living in them now. You know, I've like my my brain changes constantly. But um, I had it was playing on I guess AMC the other day. They've been playing the shit out of the Hobbit movies, and just fucking, just I always kind of like go over it. And it seems that the number one Lord of the Rings movie that always plays is um, Return of the King. But I caught Fellowship, and it was one of those things. Like I I just love the movie. And there's a lot to that movie. There's a lot of depth to that movie. And there's a lot of kind of interesting story to that movie and the making of the movie and just kind of like the development of that world. So I thought Lord of the Rings was really a good one to kind of like latch onto for that answer. Okay. But it's going to be The Empire Strikes Back. It has to be The Empire Strikes Back <laughs> because it's the movie that I have in my heart. So if, if it's a movie that is like in depth and there's lots to it and there's many layers and there's kind of things to kind of study and get into and, da, 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 and all that stuff that goes along with it. It's going to be the Empire Strikes Back. And for all the reasons I'm sure you've explained multiple times on this podcast. Without a doubt. So I'm not going to exhaust all that stuff. So that that's my right. answer to the for the rest of my life. If I got one movie left, Empire Strikes Back, please. Fair enough. Tyler. I like hearing so far the, the reasoning that you two have had of why you would choose that movie and what you think is important for the only movie you can watch. And um, for my honorable mention... Rob, um, I'm along. I'm thinking along the same lines as you. Is you wanted to have some depth to it, something you can think about, chew on, which is uh, Shawshank for me. Um, also, to me, the best movie ever made. Um, but that's my honorable mention. Um, but for me, I I settled on. So I, I, the thought that I settled on was that you want a movie that if you're going to watch it for the rest of your life, you want it to have somewhat of a complete package, package, something that has some action some adventure, some humor, good acting, great directing, good story. And so I chose Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, which said before, not as good as Raiders of the Lost Ark, of course, but to me, the one I enjoy more for right or wrong reasons. Um, But it's my favorite movie character ever. Uh, Arguably the best movie character ever, Mm. possibly. Uh, Spielberg is phenomenal, of course. Um, A lot of other great qualities. And... uh, yeah, that's that's my choice. That's an interesting choice. Yeah. Yeah. What? Tell me why you would. Well, I'm surprised it, it's not Raiders. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I would. I'd be surprised yeah. not Raiders. I like Crusade. I think that it has some moments that you're just like, eh, like the the whole section where they are in, um, like the uh, the blimp, right? I'm kind of like, eh. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of a lull for me. I don't love the ending of that movie. I think it kind of drags on for a long time feels like a long time but uh, I love the I love the end I get of that you. movie all right but I could see yeah all right so my honorable mention would be Jurassic Park nice. uh, again just cuz I can watch Choice. that movie all the time it brings back a lot of memories for me um, it also makes me think of the book so I can kind of think of two things while watching it 
Um, and I think that that's just, it's the peak of like what sparked my interest in film. Uh, but for me, it's going to be Back to the Future. Nice. And kind of for all the same reasons Tyler said, great directing, humor, action, good runtime, uh, decent music in it. Uh, and I find every time I watch it, I, I find little nuances in people's performances that, that make me laugh in different scenes. I might watch it one time and, and this scene doesn't make me laugh, but then I'll watch it again and it makes me laugh. So and it's probably the movie I've watched the most out of any movie ever. So back wow. to the future. All right, Jarrett, question number two. Right. If you had to right, watch... Two. Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> Cutting me off there, bro. All right. <laughs> question number two. If you had to watch one movie every day for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Sounds okay. similar to the first question, but this one is every single day you have to watch that movie. No, I think it has nuance. Uh, okay, so for this, I'm going Goodfellas. So, <laughs> oh man, I was thinking about that one for me. So here's what here, here's why. So my parents grew up in East New York, around uh, you know in the 50s, 60s, and they knew most of the people, like the actual real people in this movie. <laughs> okay, uh, I know this because every time the movie's on, they tell me this, like I've never heard it before. <laughs> uh, so every single person in my family, you pick anyone at random. We could do probably a one-man show of Goodfellas from start to finish, no problem, including my eight-year-old nephews. Uh, <laughs> one time we were watching, it was like Christmas, and we were watching it, and my nephew, who was like five at the time, just heard the TV on, ran into the room, and just screamed, Janice Rossi is a whore! <laughs> <laughs> why, uh, why is your five-year-old nephew <laughs> quoting Goodfellas? Because it's always... Ah, oh, like always. Oh, this it's even to the point where like this is kind of my take a nap movie. Like I'm tired, I want some noise in the background. Mm. I'll put on Goodfellas just because I know every inch of it, and I okay. don't really have to pay. It's just yeah. white noise in the background. Okay. <laughs> and I could just go to sleep with like hearing people getting murdered in the back. Like it's weird. <laughs> it probably explains a lot about me. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, I've I've seen it like literally like thousands of times, and I'm always like, oh, I could. If I remember flipping around and then Goodfellas, I'm like, oh, I guess I'll watch Goodfellas. All right, <laughs> like, that's a fantastic movie. I'm there with you. Yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> Rob, Rob hates that movie though, for whatever. I don't hate that sure. movie. I, I actually I appreciate that movie. I don't know anybody remember, that was in it, so you know. I remember Rob saying he doesn't like that movie. <laughs> Did I say that? I don't remember. Rob, okay. same question. <laughs> All right, so, all right, I, it's just not that easy. All right, so here, here's my thought process kind of going through this. So <clears throat> I, I need, if I have to watch it every single day, I need bang for my buck. Mm -hmm. So on one end, it was like, all right, it's a movie that's got to take me through all things that I need from a movie. Um, someone to cheer for, something exciting, something that's funny, something that's scary, something that's like... Um, exciting, something hopeful, like all all the good stuff that we all kind of want in movies. You got to kind of jam it into a movie, mm -hmm. but I also want it done efficiently because if I got to do it every day, I need it not to be a long movie. So length, both plus all of this, all kind of came into play. So there, let me just tee it up with that. So honorable mentions, I got two. So forgive me. All right. So the first one is Batman, 1989 Batman. Um, which has all of those things and is like in my heart. And again, like Jarrett just said, I had to hear slash, you know, see that movie every waking day for multiple years because of the various jobs that I've worked at in my life, whether it be a toy story or freaking selling TVs. So I know Batman 1989, like front and back. It's one of those things like just, but if I sat down and watched it, there's always something to kind of get out of it. However, okay. the movie itself is two hours and six minutes, which is like totally not 
the appropriate length for what I need this to be, so that's off the side. Second honorable mention is the first Toy Story movie. So mm-hmm. here's another kind of good-hearted movie um, that has all of those kind of elements to it. Minus like the spooky ooky stuff, but it has kind of great themes to it. It's a fun movie. It's a funny movie. It gives you hope. It has like good feeling to it, and most importantly, very efficient at an hour and twenty-one minutes. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just saying. So that's the honorable <laughs> mention. But what it really came down to is it's going to be a Star Wars movie. So it's going it to be Star Wars: A New Hope. <laughs> Because Star okay. Wars A New Hope's got everything in it, and it's contained. So because there was no thought that that movie was going to go anywhere other than that movie, is I got a complete arc in that movie. Um, and it has kind of everything that I needed, and it has kind of the funny stuff. Again, if you haven't seen it 400 times, it's got the scary stuff, it's got the adventure stuff, it's got wholeheartedness and everything, family, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, But the problem is we're coming in at two hours, six minutes. But I am settling on Star Wars A New Hope. So I have two two follow-up questions to that then. Sure. I find A New Hope, although I like it a ton, I, it's kind of boring occasionally. I And I, I don't disagree, and I think you and I find it boring. Well, it's, it's boring to a modern audience without a doubt. <clears throat> but I think you and I find it boring at this point because we know it so well. But it does sure. give us an opportunity there to kind of like dig into it more. And then it goes back to The Fellowship of the Ring. The world was built on that movie, so there's a lot to kind of look into. Sure. Okay. And then you've mentioned spooky ooky multiple times on this podcast. What the fuck does spooky ooky mean, man? That is like the and most I use this dad... at work. I yeah, I get shit most... at this at work all the time. I use the word spooky ooky. It's it's spooky ooky means like it's just kind of like scary or like some sort of like thrilling for lack of a word or word, but in just instead of using the word scary, I use Got spooky ooky. And I have no reason other than just okay. It sounds like I. It sounds like you're going to tell somebody you have to go potty. Like it's just. <laughs> um, I went. Sp- I went spooky. <laughs> my pants, Are we allowed to talk about the text you sent me on Friday night? That yeah. I sent you. Uh-oh. Yeah. When I asked how that sticker's coming. <laughs> Did I send something weird back? Oh, Rob. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, we can't talk about that. I just looked okay. at the text. <laughs> I'll right. tell you guys later. But, yeah, Man. Friday was a rough day, so I didn't have yeah. time to uh, respond. <laughs> Tyler, spooky ooky. First of all, a ca- yeah, spooky ooky. A-, a counterpoint to modern audiences finding A New Hope to be boring. That's Indy's favorite Star Wars oh, movie so awesome. far. So that's, that's Does he actually sit yeah. and watch the whole movie? Okay. Yeah. Awesome. He's a very good um, movie good. watcher. Good for him. Good job by you, buddy. Out of points. If I had to watch one movie every day for the rest of my life, I'm going with Goonies, oh, mm. uh, which I said recently is is um, my favorite movie of all time. It's always been one of them, but after watching it recently for the uh, podcast you and Beth and I did, I, I just determined once and for all it's my favorite movie ever. So that that helps simplify why I chose it. Um, it puts me in such a good mood, uh, which I think is important for this category. If it's something you need to watch every day, um, I, t- for me, it needs to be somewhat fun. Well, it needs to be fun. It needs to be uplifting. Some of what Rob said too, um, you need something to cheer for or something that keeps you going. Uh, and I think this movie has that. Um, and I, I think, uh, it's got to be something you won't get sick of, and I, I could watch this movie every day without qualms. So, um, 
and I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the Goonies podcast, but it's it's like Indiana Jones for kids, and so that kind of that sense of adventure is uh, is something I really like in a lot of movies. So uh, my honorable mention was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ah, interesting. Which cool? No, I'm what? just I'm, <laughs> I thought I would hear on the podcast. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It's a great movie. <laughs> just saying, that's interesting. It is. I thought we were going to get a lot of like Star Wars and Indiana Jones from everybody. I like that we're not. Well, well, I'm, yeah. I mean, we did yeah, from, that, we did from yeah, Tyler of too. We're gonna, <laughs> no, I got it, but I thought that was going to be like everything. Oh. I thought we were all gonna. I thought we were all gonna have like a lot of the same shit. Yeah. Oh. Awesome. Jared, do you like the Goonies? I feel like Jared doesn't like the. Goonies. Yeah, I actually watched it. I haven't seen it in a while. I watched it on a flight uh, coming back from L.A. and it was. I was. I was surprised like how well it holds up. Except for really? except for this one insane thought. See, this is how this is how fucked up modern technology has gotten me. I was watching this like, at the toward the end when they're um, I think they just like they do the organ thing and they're going to, like the, the water slide thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. My my thought when they were going down the stupid water slide to the pirate ship was, oh no, they're phones. <laughs> <laughs> no phones. The, I think the only thing that it really feels like it might not hold up in that movie is just Josh Brolin's. Uh, outfit i think besides that it doesn't feel <laughs> like overly 80s to me the shorts over the yeah and then pants. like the crop top yeah and then the the like the mechanism he's using to work out you're like eh, does that actually work <laughs> uh, also right. the the boyfriend tries to just straight up murder him like yeah <laughs> yeah well i don't know i don't know if troy's the boyfriend or he's trying to be or whatever boyfriend. he is but he, he's he like throws josh brolin off a cliff yeah, I mean, Troy, troy's okay with murder he has Teaching no morals, <laughs> right, Tyler? That's right. He's an asshole. I mean, he, what is he reading on the toilet? Fucking guns and ammo? Oh, yeah. Hustler. He's not reading Hustler. He's reading like a hunting magazine. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Hustler would be a would be a dark turn in that movie. <laughs> Little Indy's seven years old. Troy's reading Hustler, and he's like, Dad, what is Hustler? Like, explain that. <laughs> oh, you found the stash? Oh, oh, oh it's in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, in, Indy did Indy did read a book yesterday um, that's geared for uh, like middle schoolers, mm-hmm. and so he's, it's a graphic novel called Guts, oh. and um, and he's toward the end and says, "Dad, Dina's getting her period in March. What's a period? <laughs> it's the end of a sentence, kid. You're okay." So that was. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Go talk I to your said mom. It's uh, something. <laughs> Partly that was part two. I said, "Yeah, it's something that happens to." girls uh and women every month and ask your mom for more information yeah. stay tuned all right <laughs> is she back from wasn't she on vacation leaving you at home with two little children she was at a work thing in nashville and she is home yes okay well good i'm glad you made it out alive thank you me too all right so i have no honorable mentions for my pick it's just oh. the first thing that came to mind nightmare before christmas uh multiple reasons mm-hmm. And it's kind of a little bit of what each one of you said. So uh, like Jarrett said, I can turn it on and fall asleep to it. Like it's just, hey, what do you want to watch? You know, I open up the the DVD collection or Blu-ray collection or whatever. And that's what I put on for whatever reason, majority of the time. That, Back to the Future, there's a handful of movies. Um, the runtime, 76 minutes. Like nice. I don't have to put a lot of time into it. <laughs> and I can sit down and watch it from start to finish. And then I'm out. I'm good. Um but I think also a big component of this movie is the music. 
So again, you get where you're watching the movie, but then it also has these great musical uh, scenes. And the it's just, it's a beautiful movie to me too. It, it has two of my favorite seasons, Christmas and, well, not seasons, um, but Christmas and Halloween, love. Um, and then Burton, like I think Burton at the height of his power writing this movie, not directing it, but writing it. It's just, it's, it's pretty perfect to me. And again, it, at 76 minutes, in and out, super easy. Rob? I love it. I was watching it this morning. Um, Owen had it on this morning, and um, he's going through a little bit of like a Tim Burton thing right now, which is cool because it's totally holiday related. He's dressing up like um, Beetlejuice this year. Awesome! So walked in on this morning as I'm kind of sitting there. I was like, "Hey, is this a uh, this a Christmas movie or is this a Halloween movie?" And kid says, "No, Mm. it's a Halloween movie." Like I was an asshole, so I was like, "Oh, all right. Well, there you go." Yeah, Dad, what the fuck? <laughs> the fuck? What do you ask me stupid questions for? At what point do we replace you with Owen on the podcast? <laughs> it's coming. Don't you worry. It's, it's probably going to happen. <laughs> well, Heidi almost killed him yesterday, so he may not have that much longer to live. <clears throat> so he as he was, he was dressed like Beetlejuice, but he didn't just put makeup on. He just like slapped. It didn't even look like him. Like the texture of his face was just like white paint. <laughs> But this kid hasn't learned that, like, you when you have stuff on your hands, you shouldn't touch anything else. Oh, and it yes. was all over my house, and Heidi was going fucking bananas yesterday. So it was one of those days, like, everybody okay? She's like, no. I was like, I'll be outside. If you need me, just come get me. <laughs> but she you. didn't learn about the $1,500 Harrison Ford autograph. Not yet. That's, that's, no. Okay. She, no, she does not know. <laughs> would that she be a knows bigger she's deal? keeping it to herself. She would punch me in the neck. Yeah, I would imagine that's a pretty big deal. But she has not said anything. Again, it's been on the wall for a year. But uh, she, she also doesn't know, know what about the, the fuck one. autographs are on that thing. I know. That's what <laughs> makes it so good. And I make it a point that when people come over and she's around, I don't point it out. And when people do come over and like, like, oh, it's like Harrison Ford. I was like, yes, he is. He's right here. But don't tell my wife. <laughs> You're like, who? Harrison? Never heard of him. Nope. Not on this poster. Blarison board? Never. (laughs) Blarison board. All right. Third question. Jared, are you ready? Go for it. If you could only watch one actor's movies for the rest of your life, what actor would you choose? So you have to watch their entire catalog, good and bad. Well, see, that's... I have... My logic on this was it was a quantity play because I probably have at least... Five years to live. Like I can spread these out. Wow. <laughs> Only <laughs> five years. <laughs> so uh, I thought like Harrison Ford, but no, I went with Samuel Jackson. Oh, good answer. Okay. Just the quantity, man. Just for just. I, I mean, can you watch? Can you watch all of his movies in a lifetime? I don't think he pops up in a lot of shit. There's going to be a lot of not good movies though, too. Yeah, but so I got to sit through Coach Carter every now and then. That's, that's oh fine. god. <laughs> well, and like all the Marvel movies. Yeah, but you don't like the Mar- I like the Marvel movies. That's that's fine with me. That's that, fair um, enough. I mean, I will have to sit through Captain Marvel, which is not I'm not happy about. <laughs> but you got like you have like Coming to America, right? Goodfellas, yes. Oh, Exorcist Three. Oh man. Yeah. Oh. He was in Exorcist 3? <laughs> he was. In the, you know the scene that Patrick Ewing shows up as an angel? Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, he's in that. What? <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch Exorcist 3 it immediately. Is so, it's actually a great, great movie. It really is. Said nobody ever. Wow. Uh, this guy. Um, no, I need to. I'll put Exorcist 3 up against Exorcist 1 any day of the week. Exorcist 3 is by wow. far superior. Snakes is on be- a plane. 
I love snakes on a plane. <laughs> black snake moan. Was it black? Is it black snake? What was it? Black? That was like Christina Ricci's yeah, yeah. t- chain yeah. to a radiator for some reason. Yeah. All right. Let's hear it. Just because of quantity? Is that all we're going with? Yeah. It's literally, I mean, quantity within like a reasonable, quant, you know, with reasonable quality amongst the films. Like it's, I and, can't, I'm not going to pick someone that's been like a billion terrible indie films that no one's, you know. And you get the Incredibles in there. This guy. Yeah. This, one, this is the it's one good, that blew it out. I cracked the, I cracked the code. Yeah, so yeah. let me ask you. Let me ask the 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 whole the whole team here a question: Is Sam Jackson a good actor? Yeah. No. I'm, <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe. I'm with Rob. I don't think Sam. I think Sam Jackson is Sam Jackson. I don't. Yes. He has some great performances, but yeah. most of the shit is not good. Well, he he adds something enjoyable to every role, and it's the same type of thing. But if you take him in Pulp Fiction in that, that iconic scene of course where they're in the the apartment sure. with the guys and, and he quotes that made up Bible verse um, There's that's so Sam Jackson that there's I don't know it's just his quality that I don't know if it's unique but it's it's good, and so maybe maybe that maybe that's not good acting. I don't. I, I understand what you're saying. It has that like aura of like Sam Jackson's gonna kill a motherfucker. Like that's yeah. even as like Mace Windu, you're like, eh, he's still the dude from Pulp Fiction a little uh, bit. Um. Mm-hmm. By the way, Jared, good luck watching the prequels in your Sam Jackson. Oh fuck! Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I just I don't think he's great for some from for some reason. Like he doesn't make me go see a movie. Like Django, he's great mm-hmm. in. He's great in The Incredibles and the little parts he's in. Obviously, Pulp Fiction. Um, but like he's like the little parts he's in in Coming to America and Goodfellas. Like he's in those for like two scenes, and he's funny and good, and that's before you know who Sam Jackson is. But I've I don't know. Okay, I don't know if he's a great actor, but I will go see movies if he's in. I'm in on Saw Nine because he's going to be in it. <laughs> Did you go see Shaft? <laughs> All right, fair point. <laughs> 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 I saw the the other the, the one he did like ten years ago, whatever it was. I didn't go see it. I like I did watch it though. The classic Rob answer, like I saw the trailer. That's like, close that's enough. Classic. <laughs> Good. All right, Rob. Same question. Good luck topping Sam Jackson. I can't like that. That he he yeah should have did his list. That I that and what if it would have even dawned on me that I'm with you one hundred percent. But I won't steal your answer. But it's a fucking good answer, you dick. I mean, you've stole his answers before. <laughs> I yeah. did. No, I, I always give him credit when I steal his answers. Yes, you do. All right. All right. So um, my honorable mention. Harrison Ford. Is Harrison Ford. And I can't even pick Harrison <laughs> Ford as like my main because Anthony was a dick and actually put it into like the agenda. Like, oh, by the way, if you're going to pick Harrison Ford, a.k.a. Rob, make sure you're watching Indy 1 through 3, but also watching Random Hearts. So it's like, <laughs> but but you could still you could certainly still pick him if you want to sure, you know, no, deal with all the bullshit. He's gonna be, and I think he's fair enough as far as my range of movies that you know that I like and love and everything that I'm gonna watch <clears throat> forever and ever. I can live with him in it because I think it runs, um, runs the gamut. The only the as I was looking through the IMDb. The only mm-hmm. one that I was like, ah, eh, shit, I gotta watch that again was like Anchorman Two, which is too bad because I love Anchorman <laughs> One a hundred percent, and that's what made Anchorman Two so disappointing. But whatever. Okay. 
All right, yeah. so it's Harrison Ford is my runner-up. Hold on. So the only thing on Harrison Ford's IMDb was Anchorman 2 that you were like, eh, not <laughs> the six one days and seven, seven nights. nights. Like, yeah. Six days Are and seven you... nights. I mean, it, it's whatever. If you're just watching it to kind of be whatever, and let's say you're not a David Schwimmer fan, it's it's whatever. Like, I'm not, like, emotional <laughs> about, the, about it. What about the movie he did with fucking Brendan Fraser where they're trying to save kids from dying of cancer? Like, there's a lot of bad movies on Mosquito his Coast? Nah, man. It came out, like, ten years ago, maybe. I can't remember what it's called. No, I can't remember exactly. What I'm glad none I mean, of us know what it is. No, he's. But it, there's again, you're 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 running. You're you're all over the place. You're kind of like good movies, bad you. movies, whatever. I mean, I'm gonna have to sit through Working Girl again. So like, I'm over it. Like it's good. Like, but Harrison Ford <laughs> making it up for indie, making it up for Star Wars, Blade Runner, um, yep. you know, etc. The fugitive, fugitive, yeah, fugitive, graffiti, all that stuff. Like Apocalypse Now, Apocalypse Now, but whatever. Mm, all right, but okay. my guy. <clears throat> who I'm going to hang Ewan on McGregor. to is Ewan McGregor. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> and especially because I was just like, um, Moulin Rouge came on HBO, mm-hmm. I think, the other day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was with my kids. I was like, shit, we're going to watch this. This is like, this is your mom and dad's movie. This is like a big deal. So it becomes this thing that's, you know, a lot of reflection on Ewan McGregor and Ewan McGregor <laughs> movies. And he's got some shit movies out there. Oh, I yeah. love you. Philip Morris is there. And we have to deal with that as his robots. <laughs> And a lifeless ordinary, which was also horrendous. And Phantom Menace, prequels, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, Angels Sith. and Demons. I mean, there's a lot of negative in there, but sure. um, I think we we do make up for it with uh, a, you know, again because Big Fish is a big movie for me. Moulin Rouge is a big movie for me. Um, and right at the moment, my, <laughs> my my brain is like blanking on any other good Ewan McGregor movies. Train spotting and blah, 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 blah. But it's, I'm still down. sticking with, you know, I can only watch that movie once. I'm, I, I hear you. That is the freaking A Million Ways to Die. Um, it's just, it, that's a tough movie. But if I, again, if I'm going with one actor and one actor I got to be with for the, you know, for, I'm watching everything he's got for everything he's going. Plus, he's got his new Obi-Wan series coming up. He's got the Fargo series. You know, Ewan McGregor is going to be my answer. You adding TV people in. Why are you adding TV shows in there now? We can't put TV shows in there? <laughs> No, right, so that I retract <laughs> the name of the the name of the podcast <sighs> is movies for the rest of your life. Then I retract. We we got into this once before over like movie versus TV. Anyway, so I retract my two TV um, right. examples. You enjoy watching Birds of Prey forever. Thanks, bye. <laughs> forever and ever, and ever. All right, Tyler. Which actor would you watch for the rest of your life? This is the question I struggle with the most. Um, my immediate thought seems like it was for uh, Jared and Rob too was going to Harrison Ford, but uh, it seemed like too easy Sorry. of an answer. Um, no, I mean it's it seems like the obvious choice, um, but uh, but I'll, I'll I'll sidestep it. Uh, some honorable mentions were. Um, see, I'm I'm gonna decide in the moment here. Come on, dude. nice. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Okay, so I'm I'm. What I had decided last night was Tom Hanks, okay. but I'm not going to choose that. Tom Hanks is uh, so many great movies over the years, um, and but I feel like he's the most vanilla actor mm-hmm. in the world. He hasn't taken a non-safe role since probably Philadelphia. Um, not that the guy I'm going to choose is <laughs> has done that, but uh, uh, I think Tom Hanks, um, his movies would keep me interested for a okay. long, long time. Um Another honorable mention was Frances McDormand, yeah. who I love, uh, and she's been in a ton of outstanding yeah. Coen Brothers movies, which would sustain me for a long, long time. Uh, but I'm going to go with Bill Murray. Interesting. Huh. Hmm. Uh, f- 
for the sheer he hasn't been in a lot and they're all quite similar in a lot of ways but they're incredibly enjoyable and i think he's uh just i, I smile just seeing him or hearing about him uh, even in a non-movie context he's just an awesome uh, funny person and so uh i think movies like ghostbusters caddyshack scrooged which is my favorite christmas movie kingpin which is phenomenal <laughs> groundhog day rushmore what about bob St. Vincent, which have you guys seen St. Vincent? It was a newer movie. Really good. So I'm going with him. That's Garfield. 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 Yeah, I didn't say Garfield. <laughs> Lost in translation. <laughs> you have a lot of a yeah. lot of uh, variety with Bill Murray. So that's good. Yeah. I think right. you do. Royal Tannenbaums. Yeah. That's right. All right. So I think everybody would think I would pick Gary Oldman. Yeah. I did not pick Gary Oldman because there are, I don't want to watch Sid and Nancy over and over and over again. <laughs> I don't want to watch Dracula over and over again. So I did not pick Gary Oldman. Uh, another person that I was thinking of was DiCaprio, Ooh. which I'm surprised. Mm. I'm also surprised nobody picked like Will Smith. Nobody picked Tom Cruise. But that's fine. Yeah. Uh, DiCaprio, but I don't want to watch Man in the Iron Mask. I don't want to watch Revolutionary Road. I fucking certainly don't want to watch Inception. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> terrible. I don't want to watch oh, Aviator, yeah. and I don't want to watch Shutter Island. Because Leonardo DiCaprio is a shit actor. I'm just yeah, that's it. I'm filling in the blank for you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, I went Alan Rickman. Oh, huh. Okay. Small catalog. What a choice, yeah, right? But I got yeah. Die Hard in there. Yep. I got all the Potter movies: mm-hmm. uh, Galaxy Quest, Sweeney Todd, Robin Hood, Love Actually, Hood. Dogma. Thank you. Got a lot of variety and a bunch oh, of Oh, you movies. like Dogma. Dogma's fine. Yeah. Oh, right. Dogma's fine. It's not like I'm not watching it all the time, but it's 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 fine. It's going to give me some variety in there. Sure. I mean, but I got the Potters, Die Hard, Galaxy Quest. I mean, I'm good. I feel like you're focusing too much when you're discounting Leo. You're dis- you're you're focusing on on the bad things without while discounting um a lot of the of great course. stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, he's up there. It was yeah. between those two. It was between DiCaprio and Rickman. Okay. But there are five movies that I mentioned from DiCaprio that I really never want to watch again. Right. Okay. Well, Rickman's a great choice. Yeah, I love that. But again, like Man in the Iron Mask, dude, I'm not, I don't want to watch that again. Like, <laughs> like uh, Titanic's fine. I'm not trying to watch Titanic all the time. <laughs> Titanic watch... does, does not hold up, by the way. Like, you don't want to watch Aviator? In that movie. Aviator's all right, but it's like, it's not great and it's long. I don't know. It is long. But I, I, I should have brought up Inception on the podcast we did about movies. You know, everybody likes that you can't stand. I hate that movie. <laughs> I can't That's stand surprising. Inception. So, Inception's a yeah. shit movie. <laughs> I guess I'm not surprised you don't like it, Rob, based on your hatred of Leo. Yeah, I didn't like that movie because I, it just that I. It's not that I didn't get the movie. Like I got the movie. It's just it. it yeah. Visually, it's kind of very interesting. But I just never locked in on that movie. I actually, I've only seen yeah. it once. Yeah, I, I'm with you too. Like I think that movie thinks it's much more than it is i don't i don't know it just doesn't it doesn't work for me i don't think i think it's the type of movie that people who want to sound like they're movie aficionados will say like how great that movie is mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like what is that movie about that. like what's the ending the the movie is about christopher nolan showing off how good he is at planning thing <laughs> planning out logistics of a movie and that's about that's about it and it looks beautiful but again, it's yeah. it's the movie. I can't think of many movies where I enjoy more of the supporting characters than I do the lead. Like I I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character is interesting. He's great in that movie. Um, Tom Hardy's character is great. I enjoy him in that movie. 
but I, again, I don't. Then they they all trump Leo to me. Hmm. Uh, Tyler, you obviously like that movie. I like it. I mean, it's not one of my favorites at all, but I I think it's a good movie. I love Christopher Nolan. See, I'm not a big Nolan guy either. I figured you would be with Dark Knight and, and that whole. I, I like Batman Begins quite a bit. I like Dark Knight. I can't stand Dark Knight Rises. Like I think yeah. that movie's a train wreck. Um, yeah. I like Memento a lot. I don't like in, Interst- uh, what is it, Interstellar. Interstellar. Too yeah. much. I like that movie. So again, someone on on uh, Instagram uh, posed the question to me and other people: uh, Scorsese or Christopher Nolan? And that's laughable what? to me. That's not even. <laughs> I mean, I like I like Christopher Nolan a lot, but that's. Are you an insane person? Like, <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I, they're two completely different filmmakers, right? They, they are. Make, but... They make different films. Sure. Nolan's much more like visually. Uh, his movies visually look crazy, and I don't know. Scorsese though is Scorsese. He's unassailable. Yeah. Right. All right. Next question. Maybe we'll talk about mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan or Martin Scorsese in this in this uh, next question. Yeah. Jared, mm-hmm. if you could only watch one director's movies for the rest of your life. Who would you choose? Christopher so again, Nolan. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good catalog, bad catalog. <laughs> this was this was a uh, this was another quantity thing, and this is the most boring fucking answer on the planet. But I went, I did go with Spielberg. Uh, okay. It's like I was look like even his, even the movies of his I hated were aren't like complete train wrecks to me. Like I hate I hated Ready Player One, and even that's like it's yeah, watchable. Ooh. You hated Ready, Ready Player One. Yeah, I re- I was, and the weird thing is, I read the book. I wasn't a fan of the book, but I was like, you know what? They could pull this off as a movie like really well, and sure. they, and it just didn't. He did, it just didn't come together. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, like it, like again, it's like it's like with Jackson, he, like the the average over so many movies is just high enough. Where I'm like, if I got to spend the rest of my life <laughs> tied to one director. I feel like that gives me the most variety, even though I gotta sit through Bridge of Spies, which I didn't like either. Do How you want to watch you? Schindler's? Do you want to watch Schindler's <laughs> List all the time? I mean, I may come to the brink of suicide every time I have to watch <laughs> Schindler's List, but like I, everybody loves Saving Private Ryan, but do you want to watch that yeah. all the time? Uh, I mean, do, do you want to watch? I mean, then I, they're I, defeating the whole purpose of this list. Like, I don't want to watch right. any movie like all all the time. But. Sure, no, and I'm not saying you're. Yeah. I'm not saying your list. Spielberg's not yeah. wrong. I'm just asking that question. That, I've seen Private Ryan. I, I've seen quite a bit. I feel like okay. I, could, I can get mm-hmm. that through that. Uh, Color purple. That pr- uh, I feel a little tough. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you. Obviously, though, like Spielberg's. Yeah. His, even and the movies I'm mentioning are still great movies. They're just like fucking downers. Yeah, it's just like a like a bummer. I actually th- <laughs> I considered going with Fincher, but I was like, you, oh, I will. Man. <laughs> I will be on every anti-depression drug <laughs> that the doctor can squeeze into my veins. Like, you want to watch Seven all the time? <laughs> I know. Like, oh. Okay. I, I, I love his shit, but, I'm like, I couldn't do it all the time. Yeah. Rob? Spielberg. Yeah. It's going to be Spielberg. 100%. And I wish I had a better, a, a different answer than Jarrett, but I think I got different reasoning than Jarrett because I'm not as so cynical as fucking Jarrett. So... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fuck you, Jarrett. <laughs> Fuck you, Jarrett, and your answers. Um, it's fair. <clears throat> with me, once again, he, hold on. I just want to yeah. point out Rob's copying Jarrett again. Go ahead. I am. Just, <laughs> <laughs> shit, that hurts. So what, this is all right. So as far as movies are concerned and directors are concerned, and even and you're not gonna believe this, but there's what the fuck is it called? Not Sea Biscuit. What's the horse? War Horse. Well, um, <laughs> everybody, calm down. 
What about the one? What is it? BF? What, the the big BFG fl- man. BFG. Yeah, the big yeah. fucking giant. Um, <sighs> the whole thing with Spielberg with me is I he I am his demographic. I am his target audience. Like when I watch a Spielberg movie, I run the gamut, and I am honestly captivated. I.e., my love for Bridge of Spies. And mm. a, a good example of it was Warhorse. Like I re- the Warhorse kind of came and went and I had no idea what it was. Um, and one day I ended up watching like a piece of it on HBO or whatever it was and I'm watching I was like shit this is a great movie like holy and it was like oh it's a Spielberg movie and I just I didn't know it. So anyway, my my work with Spielberg, my idea with Spielberg is that it's he's a guy that if I'm going to have the movie experience that we all kind of love, and I think that's what kind of brings us all together is the love of movie. He's the guy that makes it happen the most often for me through better or worse. And Schindler's List, like, holy shit. Yeah, would I want to watch that movie until the day I die? No, are you kidding? Like, I watched it once and it was enough. But again, if we're going to kind of do this as movies and why we watch movies and why we love movies, Spielberg is is the the full package for me and with his ups and downs and whatever they may be i'm still i'm all in on steven spielberg fair enough yeah rob did you have to go on the school trip to see schindler's list like everyone else around no i did not (laughs) farmingdale did not make us go (laughs) on the schindler's list trip i'd like to start an over under on what how many times we think bridge of spies will be brought up in the lifetime of this podcast because it's it's far you know it's it's exceeded any thought i'd ever have of how many times that fucking movie would be brought up because rob it's like every month it's brought up at least once i like that movie sure. it's a good movie it's, I got it just you. always it's just... seems to be on and it's a good movie <laughs> but it's a movie called bridge of spies that's about literally spies on a bridge like you can <laughs> correct it's direct it's you know exactly it's... what you're getting subtle it's subtle jerry you saw that movie didn't you he what, just said it sucked. I just said, yeah. I didn't. I did not care for it. No. Mar- I thought Mark Rylance was pretty good in it, but yes. I didn't care what was going on. No. Tyler, I think uh, Spielberg's really the only choice. Um, mm. I, I'm going to go off the board and not choose him, but uh, I think, like Rob said, even War Horse, which I did not like at all, <laughs> was still a well-made movie and was nominated for Best Picture. So to me, even the movies I dislike of his are phenomenal at least in certain people's minds um and then you get a movie like minority report which is almost never talked about or very rarely talked about i never hear anyone say they love or or it's one of the best movies but that movie is incredibly good and so even his lesser known or lesser talked about movies are some of the best movies of all time so i feel like he's the obvious choice but i'm going to go with the coen brothers um Ooh, that's going because they have just such a unique flair and uh is that a disgusted face that on your on your face Jerry? <laughs> no no I, no i said that was a good one uh, I, mean, oh, I, I, I didn't even consider them but that's it looks disgusted to me as well that's I really disgusted. I <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i think that um they're they're unique in certain ways i, I love the stories that they tell tell um super entertaining uh, my two favorites are the big lebowski and old brother where art thou but then you get ones that I, that I was raised on, like Raising Arizona, um, Fargo, which is a great, great movie. So even ones like Intolerable Cruelty, which I don't think many people liked, I, I really enjoyed. So I'm going to go with them. You know, I All was right. with you. I, that, that name came across my head, or those names came across my head. And what stopped me just short of that was the level of um, sarcasm to them. And for some reason, it, that's yeah. always what kind of... St- I love those movies. Everything you named, everything mm-hmm. what you just said was fantastic. 
but that my little piece of it was the sarcasm I couldn't be able to get through every single day. That's a good point. That's yeah, I think that's I didn't even think of the Cohen brothers, but that's a good one. Um so my honorable mention would be Martin Scorsese, but I think overall his movies again are a bit heavy and they're all pretty long. So I don't know that I want to watch those all the time. Um Spielberg obviously, but uh, I didn't want to pick Spielberg because I, I figured all three of you guys would actually pick Spielberg. <laughs> um, I'm going Burton, and I'm going Burton for these nine movies right here. Edward Scissorhands, Beetlejuice, Ed Wood, Big Fish, Batman, Batman Returns, Sweeney Todd, Corpse Bride, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I guess you could throw in Nightmare Before Christmas because he's the, the creator of it. I don't I don't know that I, mm-hmm. I need to say anything else besides those nine films. Yeah. He's got... S- I, haven't seen, I haven't seen a few of those. Still. Which ones? Sweeney Todd, Ed Wood, which I know you've uh, chided me for already. Oh, too bad you haven't um, seen that. It's an amazing movie. Amazing movie. I know. I, it, for whatever reason, I haven't. It's but I will. Someday. Bill Murray movie. So that would be in your list. Oh yeah. yeah. True. Uh, Ed Wood is something that I had never heard of. I think I saw that movie when I was like eighteen, and I found it. and I'm like, what is this? And it was just, it's amazing. And I watch it probably like once a year. It's so good. So, so but, good. But you're also going to have to deal with Dumbo and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and those Alice <laughs> yep. in Wonderland movies. You're okay with all that? Yeah, I mean, I'm not pumped on it. But <laughs> when I look at the, the movies earlier, again, I think that they all have, like, really good run times. They're all visually, like, stimulating. Mm-hmm. You get a good variety. Um, so, yeah, I'm in. I'm in on those. I, I, I knew immediately that Tim Burton mm-hmm. would be your choice. <laughs> okay. It's completely unsurprising. So not surprising at all. I'll yeah. go fuck myself. Hey, didn't the Coen <laughs> brothers do that shitty movie with Jim Carrey where he like loses his mind? Like, can't remember who did that movie where he like becomes like a psychopath on one side. Oh, twenty three. No, no, never mind. No, it's a comedy. Mind. Isn't Renee Zellweger in it? Oh, me, oh, my, me, me, myself, and Irene. Irene. Yeah, no, that that's a Farrelly. That's brothers a Farrelly. Ah, uh, okay. For yeah. some reason, I was thinking it's terrible. <laughs> that movie fucking sucks. Oh, it's a great movie. <laughs> Here's, here's a parallel question. Is there a director, even if they don't have a long filmography, with a perfect record? Like one that doesn't have like a real clunker? People say Ryan Coogler so far. Eh. Right? You have Creed, you have um, Vellum Station, and you have Black Panther. All right. Didn't he do Creed 2 also? I don't think he directed Creed 2, did he? But people like, I mean, that movie is highly, highly rated yeah, it's if, pretty good. if he did. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Creed 2. But people say him. I mean, Jordan so, Peele so far, right? Oh, that's yeah. true. <laughs> I mean, that's only two movies, but... Right, but... Someone I thought who doesn't have a perfect record, but I think is a short filmography, and a lot of them I really, really like, um, is Tony Scott. Yeah. Oh, great one. Um, yeah. Top Gun, Spy Game. I really love Spy Game. Crimson Tide was a movie as a teenager I loved. Beverly, true Romance. Beverly Holds Cop. Yeah. I really like his yeah. stuff. That's a good... Is he, what, is he the one that committed suicide? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, jumped off a bridge. What was the guy who yeah. did Die Hard? What was the oh John McTiernan? Yeah. <clears throat> what about Jan DeBont? Didn't he just do Speed? Oh, <laughs> start high and high. One movie. <laughs> I mean, hey, I got to watch Speed forever. It's not. You could do worse. <laughs> All right. What about uh, what's his name? Alfonso Cuarón. Curon, Curion, I don't know how to say his last name. Oh, those movies oh, take yeah. forever to get through. Yeah. Yeah, but he has Gravity, he has Potter, yeah. like he has some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which Potter movie did he Prisoner do? Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jarrett, you look like you want to say something. No, no, I, no, I was thinking, who, um, who's this? the guy that did Arrival? 
I've never seen oh. that movie. Oh, with Charlie Sheen? No, 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 not oh. not the, uh, the one with Amy Adams. Come out. Amy, oh, Amy, oh, oh, Amy oh. yeah, that's a rival. Amy Adams. Oh, uh, Dennis Villeneuve. Oh, he yeah. did uh, the new Blade Runner, which I really liked. Ooh, I like that. There you go. Um, he did Sicario, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he did the second one. Sicario, solid. He did Prisoners. Prisoners, which oh, pr- I actually just watched that. I actually movie. liked that a bit, quite a bit. That's Nobody picked movie. like Wes Anderson. Nah. Nah. I, I usually try to avoid nah. those movies. <laughs> Tyler's so dismissive. <laughs> right. You'll see why at the last question. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, right. oh, God. Moving on. Jared, <laughs> if you could only listen to one score or soundtrack for the rest of your life, what would you pick? I'm going single soundtrack. <laughs> nice. Ooh. How 1990s. Done. That's yeah. it, huh? It is That's 1993 it. in a bottle. <laughs> Okay, and that's it. You're just like single. Just, yeah, that, that that's it. We're listening to, listening to grunge until we die. Uh. <laughs> all right, Rob. I'm all over one. the place with this. This was a tough one for me because it was, you know, especially if you're making me dial in on one. Um, so I my I actually there was a little bit of research on this one. So I, I checked my um, Apple Music because it's not iTunes anymore. Like thing to see kind of where I was at with that and what I'm, like, regularly listening to. By the way, um, uh, f- we need those five-star reviews on, on Apple Music. Just saying. Hashtag. <laughs> give us reviews. Apple, Apple Podcast. <clears throat> um, so Reservoir Dogs is actually coming up as my number one soundtrack. Huh. Which is a great soundtrack, but it is it is very dated. But, you know, the movie... I mean, it's, an, it's a 90s movie pulling from 70s music. So it's, you know, it, it works in that movie. And I think there's a lot of great music in that movie. Um, my second go was Rocket Man, um, because you know I'm a huge Elton John fan. the The sure. issue is I I try to love that soundtrack more than I actually do because you're you're getting practically the entire guy's catalog. But um, what's his face? Taron what's that? His name? Egerton. Egerton. Yeah. It is Taron Egerton. Um, he's just he's just not Elton John. Like all the music is there, and I love the music, but it's just not Elton John. So that was like a you know I was kind of hoping for, but it doesn't kind of work. Um, and then if, because I actually bounced this off of Heidi, um, Heidi threw in Forrest Gump because you're dealing with like a lot of type of music because you're going through multiple like decades on that one. But it just, you know, I, I think there's a lot there, but just nothing that kind of kicked enough with me. Sure. Believe it or not, you're not going to get this one. Mr. Holland's Opus. Okay. So I, we've never talked about this movie, but like there are certain like, um, definitive teacher movies out there. Um, Goodwill Hunting, Dead Poet Society. I mean, movies we watch because we're teachers and we're supposed to love these movies. And as far as I was concerned, I fell into Mr. Holland's Opus, which I think is a great, great movie. I think it's an underrated movie. I don't think it gets the recognition it deserves, especially Richard Driver's performances, but that's beside the point. Mm-hmm. But it does kind of, it, it does produce a very good soundtrack that does kind of go multi-generation. But also the soundtrack itself, the music of the thing. It's a Michael Kamen uh, movie. He was the one that kind of wrote all that stuff. So it's 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 great kind of soundtrack. It's great songs from the decades, and it's it's a movie that you know is important to me. So I'm going with Mr. Holland's Opus as far as you know one soundtrack rest of my life. I refuse to believe Star Wars or Indiana Jones did not make your list. It's it they didn't. I, I can tell you that it, as much as they kind of zoomed through my brain, I just wouldn't be able to just lock in on just um, 
music without you know like lyric to be totally All honest right. that's really what it comes down to okay tyler are you upset that you can't pick glee <laughs> it came as, as rob was saying uh what he just said that popped into my mind um <laughs> so i'm not sad but it did pop into my mind <laughs> I, i'm with him on i needed a soundtrack that had lyrics to it i needed songs that i could sing and looking at the Mr. Holland's Opus track list, that's I know, I'm going to need to to buy this uh, soundtrack, <laughs> physical media. That's really good. I, I saw this movie once and liked it, um, but I feel like I was too young for oh, it. Oh, you're going to, you're going to, especially now that you have children, it's it's going to blow your mind. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to watch that. Cool. Uh, um, so I, I had considered movies like Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones. Uh, those are probably two of my favorite score type <coughs> soundtracks. Um. And I know this this will appeal to Rob in certain ways, but I'm going with Moana. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> because I, the music is Love great, it. written by a great musician and artist, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Mm, um, and it's already been playing in my house for like four straight years <laughs> because my kids have loved it and it still plays every day. And it just puts me in a good mood. I know all the words, really well-written songs, good melodies, and I'm going with Moana. But then you have to the listen to The Rock life. sing that song every so he good. does pretty well. Yes. Okay. I love that song. All right. So this was the hardest category for me because I listen to music scores literally every day at work. Like mm-hmm. not soundtracks so much scores constantly. Um, so if I had to pick a soundtrack, I would pick Baby Driver. Ooh. Because uh, I think start good. to finish, yep. it's it's solid and it just it spans the gamut. It's got so many different mm-hmm. genres and different songs. So that's what I would pick if I had to pick soundtrack. But I know we're not picking either or. So these are just my my honorable mentions. So Jurassic Park, Ratatouille, I think is an amazing mm. score for an animated movie. Tron Legacy, which I know we talked about a little bit on the Discord app, Daft Punk. It's so good. Uh, but I'm going Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm. I think that is my favorite John Williams score. Um, it has the most variety that wow. you can have in a score. You know, you have uh, high tempos, low tempos, tempos, melodies. Um, but I love that soundtrack. And I probably listen to it like weekly. It's on at some point in my life. So hmm. I'm going Prisoner of Azkaban. Favorite John Williams score. That's yep. that's a bold statement. Yep. I mean, I love all his stuff for the most part. I think yeah. that he is a big reason that Spielberg movies work and a lot of Lucas uh, movies work, I think, is John Williams. But I love that score a ton. Yeah. Rob's looking at me like this fucking No, guy. I'm not. I'm actually because... <laughs> As we kind of go through all of this stuff, I was curious to kind of where, to, to be totally honest, I was still locked in on Moana. I was curious how many times <laughs> I've actually listened to that music because it's all of the counts on my iTunes. But Moana doesn't crack the top ten. So I'm surprised Moana, out of all the great Disney soundtracks, that's that's number one. Yeah, I mean, Disney, those early 90s ones that we grew up yeah. with, um, I, some of those songs individually I love, but I think top to bottom – as a soundtrack, I think Moana's better than any any other Disney. I mean, soundtrack. I'm not a big Frozen guy, but I think the Frozen soundtrack for a modern Disney movie is pretty strong. Without a doubt, I I, yeah. I, I think Moana. I mean, in my humble opinion, I think your best soundtrack with Disney movie is going to be Lion King. Um, yeah. Just yeah. my two cents. But here's what's funny that I it didn't even like cross my brain is Shrek. The original Shrek has a great soundtrack too. Yeah, but you got to listen to Smash Mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's a little more smashed out than I want to listen to. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm Forrest Gump is strong though, because I think didn't Forrest Gump like yeah. at one point was like one of the highest 
sold records of all time. Yeah, yeah. Number one is The Bodyguard, I believe. Yeah, Bodyguard is up there right? too, I think. Oh, I'm not yeah. trying to listen to that shit all the time, though. But that's Why? the other kind of piece of this thing that, Anthony, I'm like, I'm, because you say this often, and I, I'm curious how that goes. You're okay just li- listening to the instrumentals. Like, that's kind of like where your your brain all goes. All the time. That's, I have, that's pretty cool. I have a, a playlist that's probably like 300 songs that is just all movie scores, and I listen to it at work all the time. But I also I'll listen work. to classical music a lot, too, because it just it relaxes me. It doesn't... Yeah. I, there's just something about it that is... And I, I'm, I'm discovering things. I'm not like a music guy, per se. Like, I don't know how... I don't play any instruments. I don't know how to read music, anything like that. But like classical music, there's so much going on that I feel like I learn things as I listen to it. And it's nice. soundtracks as well. And I think, to me, soundtracks are like the most, if not one of the most, the most important thing in movies. Soundtracks and editing, I think, are two yeah. of the most important things. You know what, what also do doesn't, know, doesn't get a lot of kind of recognition is soundtrack in video games. And I've, maybe I've, it's a generational thing or just like we're not into it enough. But like I imagine there's got to be a, like a little niche here that people go bananas for soundtracks of video games. If you're going to mm. look at like soundtracks that have or video games that have great um, soundtracks, like look at the early Grand Theft Auto games because mm. it's just like mm. hit after hit. Especially there was one of them <clears throat> where you can – well, they uh, most of the newer ones, you can – as you're driving in the cars, you can select radio stations, and they have like actual music yeah, uh, that like they've all of them, licensed. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then there's like there's scores to video games, like Last of Us, which I've talked about, is amazing. The new Red Dead Redemption game has an amazing score. Like they put a lot of a lot of effort into these. Sure. Uh, Overwatch yeah. has a really good score to it. But there's a whole so, genre. There's a whole genre of people just making music like. It's called chiptune. Like it's literally like they take an old Nintendo, they use the sound chip, and they make they write new music just using those sounds. Like that's a yeah. that's a whole and some of it's really fucking good. Like that's a that's yeah. a whole genre. The guy who created the intro music to our podcast does that, Jared. And I, I was tried about to, to say, like, one. I love the fucking theme song. Yeah, I tried. Yeah. To, I'll send it. I'll send you his link then because he's on Spotify. He has a bunch of stuff. He I wanted one that had Zelda music in it, but he can't. Mm. I had to buy. Yeah. I had to buy it from him, obviously, and right. he can't sell it to me. So, um, but yeah, he's he's super talented, and uh, he uses a lot of like the Game Boys or like the yeah. uh, SNES. Like he's plugging into that and sampling sounds off of it. Super cool. Yeah, it's neat. All right. What's his Instagram handle? Um, <laughs> I'll have to put it at the end of the pod. I don't remember it off the top of my head. At Johnny Beth something. Danielle eleven. It's definitely not at, <laughs> at Beth Danielle, but I'll put it at the end of the pod. Um. Last question, Jarrett, no pressure. Yeah. If you had to eliminate any one genre of movies for the rest of your life, which genre? Now, be? B- before we get okay. into this, can I, before Jarrett gives his answer, <laughs> can I just like, this is like from the heart here, because this was like a tough thing because do like, can we all agree on the quote unquote, what the genres are? Because I think if you go too, too deep, like too specific, like sci-fi horror, like a science fiction horror nah, movie. No, 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 no. We're not doing that's that. That's what I'm saying. So can we all agree on what the genres are? Yeah. Like like Nightmare on Elm Street is like horror fantasy. That's not a fucking real genre. Right. Like get out of here. It's Nightmare on Elm Street would just be horror, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like a so, dark comedy at its soul is still a comedy. The, the goal is to mm-hmm. make you laugh. Okay. So I just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page as that. Yeah. So, so what are, very what are the genres? Genre. What are the genres? Okay. Sci-fi, action, romantic comedy, Advent, comedy, um, drama, horror, western, horror. war. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Jared. Okay. I think my I think my thing is a subgenre. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I was having trouble. 
why right, I'll, I'll throw it out. Maybe it, maybe it is a genre. I'll throw it out there. Let's, okay, so I wrote political thriller. Like, I'm talking, like, the Jack Ryans or, like, the mm. Jason Bourne sequels. Uh, stuff like that. Stuff where it's, like, a dude fighting a terrorist somewhere. Does that count as, is that its own genre? Or does that fall I, under action? I would think that, like, Jack Ryan, Jason Bourne, those would be action movies. Yeah. Hmm. But that's that's me. But like Tyler. the Manchurian Candidate would be like a thriller. That, yeah, exactly. Like that that vein of movie. Okay, I'll give you my logic behind why I picked it, and maybe they'll <laughs> clarify it. I don't like <laughs> movies about real world fucking problems. Like I go yeah. to movies to escape for two hours. Yep. I okay. don't need. I don't need to know that the world is shitty. And there's some guy with a suitcase bomb at the Super Bowl or whatever. <laughs> You're like, got it. I'm, I got it already. Yeah, I, I got it. I saw the news before I got here. We're all going to die. It's fine. I just want to – can I – do you have like a talking dog or maybe like a music – To Samuel uh, L. Jackson. Uh, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson or a musical dance number I can enjoy for a little bit. Are there snakes on a plane? <laughs> yeah, put some snakes on a plane. Uh, have a war near a star. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. So you're going? Are we going thriller? Are we going political? You know, I'll go thriller. I'll go. If we want to, if we got to broaden it out a little, I'm going to go thriller. Okay. Fair enough, Rob. All right. So, because again, I was trying to be real specific with this, and I could tell you the one that I wanted to use, I just can't use it because I do kind of enjoy them. Is like musicals. <laughs> I wanted to be the <laughs> tough guy, be like, yeah, fuck musicals, but I kind of. You've like just <laughs> lamented about fucking Moulin Rouge and Moana for like twenty minutes. I know, but like movies like freaking Mamma Mia or like West Side Story, yeah. like they were popping into my brain. It was just like um, I could be okay with that, but like freaking Moana comes into it. I was like, I kind of like. So Moana. you're what not gonna ours? see Moana would be like family, but you're, you're so you're not gonna see the new Spielberg West Side Story movie. Well, clearly I have to because I'm only watching Spielberg movies now until I die. So like, I have to, but I'm not going to enjoy it. So my one was um, Western movies. You son of a bitch. Mm. Did I steal yours? No, I fucking oh. love Western. And, and there's a part of me that loves them too. But I think if you're kind of, you're taking everything, you know, and I got to look and you got to make a choice because I love movies. I love all movies. Um, but if I had to pick one that I was like, all right, uh, if I have to sacrifice one, this is the one that I'm going to sacrifice. going to be Western. Mm. Uh, I have an interesting wrinkle here. Now, Rob, before yeah. Force Awakens come out, do you recall J.J. Abrams saying right. at like the, the panel Western. saying that saying that, yeah, that it's a, that Star Wars is a Western and everyone cheered. Yeah, so definitely. Star Wars is going out the window for you. Isn't the, Star isn't Wars. The original, isn't the original Star Wars. Uh, a space western, like that's, that's how I describe it. A lot of times. However, how it is listed and how it will always be listed is a sci-fi movie. So that's true. We're good. Yep. Yep. So if I got to give up a genre, <laughs> western genre is going to be it. Uh, makes it's me too bad sad. too because I like um, the Man with No Name uh, trilogy. I, I love those movies as a matter of fact. But again, you got to if you're making me choose, I got to choose that. Well, you enjoy not watching like True Grit. Yeah, you know, you, and wa- you enjoy watching stuff like that, buddy. But it's, not it's, watching. Part of it is like if you're going to sacrifice something, as you said in your question, it's like this mm-hmm. This only works for movie lovers. Is like, all right, I'm going to love all these types of movies, but if I have to give one up. No Tombstone. Go. No Blazing Saddles. No Blazing Saddles. <laughs> no Open Range. Yeah. Unforgiven. Okay. Yes, all oh, of them. God. I know, Man. but this is you the one I got to sacrifice for everything else. 
Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Uh, great movies. You're listing fantastic movies, but you asked me to kill one. That's the one I killed. I gotta marry, fuck, kill one of them. That's the one I'm killing. Hey, why are we, we need to bring <laughs> back marry, fuck, kill? By the way, hey, you were gonna start it up the other day. I don't know why you didn't go through with it. I don't know, Tyler. <laughs> I I feel like every time I bring up MFK, I make my wife like a little less proud of me in life. So it's just not a good feeling. Sorry, Tyler. Go ahead. That's all right. That's all right. Um, this is pretty easy for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut horror movies from oh. the list. Um, and I which is. I grew up in the 80s and 90s when I feel like they were... Shitty. At their peak. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there were so many of them and, and still some that were really good. Scream being one of them. Get fucked, Jared. And, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag um, get fucked, Jared. Hashtag not trash. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I enjoyed the Friday the Tur- 13th series and Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, even thing like Candyman was oh man has like a, is seared in my memory that movie and then going into the bathroom and saying Candyman three three you times, did that five times yeah brave soul and uh, yeah <laughs> um, so not a good movie at all but it's part of my childhood and and my upbringing and so I have some fond memories for the horror genre but I almost never watch horror stuff now um, and I think a lot of it is really poorly done or it just doesn't appeal to me. Like a movie like Saw, which I think I never even saw Saw, any of them. Nice. So, um, but I heard that they're the first watch, one. Watch the, the watch the first one and then good. move on with your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard it's pretty good. Um, but anyway, I'm cutting horror movies without thinking twice. No any? Get Out. Oh. Get Out is not a horror movie. It's absolutely considered a horror movie. Get Out's a horror movie. I don't think so. You don't think it's a horror huh? movie either? Jared? No, it's a horror movie. You, yeah, it's considered a horror movie. I don't know. It, Has anyone fine. seen Human Centipede? <laughs> like, actually watch Human Centipede? Yes. No. Yes. It's, I saw it's the trailer. The, it's, yes. I, and I don't, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> oh, all right. Just curious. That we would consider that one a horror movie, I would imagine. Oh. That's, not a, mus- that's not a musical comedy? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, Tyler, are you not seeing, like, did you see It Follows? Are you not seeing a lot of the smaller horror movies oh, that have come out that are... You didn't like I it. Don't follows, have, I don't have much interest. It follows was fucking great. Except yeah. I wasn't crazy about the ending, but up until then I was so in on it. What what's the one, Jared, that's on that was on Netflix where the lady is blind and she has like a Bird stalker? Box? Is it called C? Oh, I haven't uh, I don't know what it's called. I know what you're talking about. I haven't seen okay. it yet. Okay. My dragon? <laughs> I, I, I hear you, Tyler. I understand. I just think I think if you're only watching like the the mainstream stuff that you might might not find stuff that's that's good because there's not a lot I don't think there's a lot of mainstream stuff that comes out that's great. It's just that I mean so if we count Get Out as a horror movie which okay I'll give you that I can see that um us another one Ready um, or the Not recent one you had me watch yeah Ready or Not um those are the three horror movies I've seen probably in the last 10 years and so I'm not only seeing bad sure. things um I just don't have an interest in seeing them so Did you see The Witch? Nope. Vivich. <laughs> Fair enough. So mine is, this is the easiest of all uh, questions for me. It's romantic comedies. Get them the fuck out of here. Wow. They're a dime a dozen. They're the same uh, archetype every movie. Like for every, for every My Best Friend's Wedding, you have How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. You have like 10 <laughs> of those for every My Best Friend's Whoa. Wedding. So you have like one good for every like 10 bad. I'm good, man. I'm super so good. You don't want to see how the girl at the magazine turns the heart of the gruff <laughs> delivery boy or whatever? Super good. <laughs> She's got Although, all that. We're just giving that one up. 
Yeah, I'm giving it up. Although, like Longshot, for instance, I loved, I guess that would be considered a romantic comedy um, that just came out this year with Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen. Oh, I, loved it. Good. Yeah, it was but, good. But yeah, but then for that, there's a hundred <laughs> that come out on Netflix that are hot, 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 hot garbage. Jarek, I think you could say that can about Can you imagine a world genres. without You've Got Mail? Can you wrap your head around that? <laughs> First of all, that is not even... That is not even my favorite Tom Hanks Meg Ryan movie. Fuck so. you! You told us that in a drunken rage one day that you know you guys realize what my favorite movie is, and we're like, no. I think I was saying that You've because there was okay. I think I was saying it because there was an episode of Undeclared where that was the plot. Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen was like, was like they were like sitting around drinking on his couch, and he's like. I tell people my favorite movie is Red Dawn, but it's really You've Got Mail. That's, <laughs> that's probably Tyler, what I was watching when that happened. Tyler, I got to imagine romantic comedies up there for you in genres, right? Um, I mean, I enjoy a lot of them. It's not my favorite genre, and um, but there are many, many, many really good movies and stories that are romantic comedies. So what am I missing? What am I missing then? You know, I, I tried to explain to you what you're missing in horror what am I missing in romantic comedies? A tender heart. Oh, I was going to say that, but <laughs> I didn't want to be a, a dick, so I'm glad. I mean, a, original original stories and filmmaking, because they're all pretty much the same. I mean, I think there are a lot of movies in each genre that are that are archetypes and formulaic. Of course. Um, maybe that's a bit more true in for, in romantic comedies, but. Um, I don't know. You can just cast those aside pretty easily and try to find the next good one. Is it one. safe to say that romantic comedies is like one of the main genres in movies right now that are dying in theatrical releases? You don't yes. have those really being released anymore. Yeah. True, but yeah, I mean, that's, I think a lot of genres or several of them are dying in so that $300 million budget movie, you know, sure. action hero movies can exist. So. I think it's more romantic yeah. comedies than anything else. Like that's... That's probably that's true. the biggest like hole in in what's coming out week after week. You just don't have a lot of those because they are coming out on Netflix. There are you know, there's not a big who's the big romantic comedy star now. I don't know. I don't know. Comedies in general are like oh, it's kind of going away from theaters. Yeah, because yeah. you don't you don't need the theatrical release. You're gonna get more from a Netflix release. I think too in 2019, like comedies, you gotta be real careful what you're releasing now, right? Right, because yeah. you're gonna offend somebody. Sure. Again, that's why Todd Phillips doesn't make comedies anymore. If you read his stuff from the Joker promotional, yeah, like you can't, like Wedding Crashers can't come out in 2019. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though comedy is supposed to be the one medium that, like, you get it. It's a joke. It's not serious. So I don't know. Yeah. But with no rom coms, you can't do uh, Little Italy. Can you live in a world with no Little Bruh, Italy? I know. I don't know. That's a good point. I, I got to watch it. It's on the list of Hayden it's, Christensen I, movies. I got to watch. I think it's free on Amazon Prime right now. Tyler, have you watched that? No. It's terrible, supposedly. I mean, Jared, Jer- give us the premise. Jared, give us the premise again. It is Hayden Christensen living in Canada, in Little Italy, Canada. <laughs> Who is? He's supposed to be college what? age, but he's my age, so he has wrinkles all over the place. <laughs> and uh, Emma, I forgot her last name. Emma Roberts. Roberts. Emma Roberts is like mm-hmm. his like childhood friend who's like home from college. Uh, he hasn't seen her in a while, and like, oh, she's grown up now. And they both work at this pizza place. Uh, and that's about all I can grasp from that movie. The rest of it is pretty batshit insane. It's Romeo Juliet. They can't be together because aren't the families like rivals? Oh yes, that's true. Yeah, the the father, their fathers had like a falling out for some stupid ass reason. 
uh, over that was pizza related, I'm sure. <laughs> so, so I had two random thoughts just now about topics that were brought up. Uh, nobody's going to pick Baz Luhrmann for their director. Like Shut he's up. had a pretty, pretty good hit rate, right? I really that's the he only does, movie yes. I like of his. I don't like Strictly Ballroom, and I remember what the fuck the other one was. Yeah, you don't no, like the I'm, original, the Romeo and Juliet with DiCaprio and Claire Danes? Stop it! Stop it! I'm serious. You don't, so you don't enjoy it's, that? It's not. You know, I just realized Paul Rudd was in that movie. I forgot all about it, but yeah, I did not enjoy yeah. that. Movie. He was in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, he's the yeah. one that she's supposed to marry originally, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is he not? Yeah. yeah. He okay. is. Yeah. yeah. And then Tyler, no Jessica Chastain for favorite actor. She got a I considered her. Hit, right? Actually, no, I didn't even consider her. But um, she's up there. But I feel like she had, I mean, she's pretty new on the scene still, the last 10 years only. So I feel like there's just not enough there, even though I've liked a lot of what she's been in. Okay. Heavy stuff, too, though. Yeah. Oh, I just watched Dark Phoenix, and fuck that movie with uh, a stick. <laughs> I think that's the first movie yeah. I thought she was terrible in. She was f- mm. awful. Like, I was like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> you yeah, I don't know I don't know if it's her as much as it's just like the writing and they were like, hey, you have to play an alien that's monotone and she can't yeah. show any emotion. Okay. Because like she's her hit rate. She's good in pretty much everything. Even if you don't like the movie, she's yeah. solid in it. Who directed that movie? Do we know? Was it anybody of interest? Oh, what? Uh, Dark Phoenix? I don't remember. Yeah. Or was it like uh, third Stormtrooper from the left? It could be uh, nobody from, I don't think based on I... how good the movie is. Singer didn't do that, right? He got... Uh... No, Brian Singer doesn't uh, direct anything anymore. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm saying I didn't know if that happened before that. <laughs> no, I think he did a, Apocalypse. Wasn't that the last one he did? He did Apocalypse and he did um the one before that. Future, Days yeah, not Future first Past. Pl- oh, Days of Future Past, yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, it's terrible. It's yeah. real bad. Real, real bad. Too bad. Too bad. It's too bad. All right. Speaking of Ooh. romantic comedies and you know straight to Netflix type releases, there's one I saw. I think this is a Prime movie, <laughs> uh, Destination Wedding with Keanu and Winona Ryder. Uh-huh. Oh, I haven't seen it. It looks it looks terrible, but you know two people who I enjoy. <laughs> I figure Anthony, you might want to give that one a try since you love Keanu Reeves. You love a lot of isn't there Winona Ryder movies? Isn't there also a Keanu Reeves movie with Sandra Bullock where they like communicate via like magical mailbox? And uh, that would be the frames? lake. Ha- that would be the lake house, sir. <laughs> lake house, <yeah. laughs> Amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm all set. Like I'm all set on romantic. See, these are garbage, dude. These are terrible. But you, but you, there are plenty of romantic comedies that you like. I'm trying, and you would. I miss can't think of. Them. I, I really can't think you, of. You me. mentioned love. Yeah, Love Actually, you mentioned in your list of uh, yeah, yep, Alan Rickman movies. I think of that as a subgenre, as a Christmas movie, but yeah, true. Fair you know, enough. Coming to America yeah. is listed as a rom-com. It's com- get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm just saying. It can be. Where'd you find that at? According to the Google. Yeah, shame on you, Google. Oh, well, say Jared, anything. Say shame anything on you, Jared. is a good staple <laughs> rom Actually, I wouldn't yes. call that a rom-com. Wait, what, is, watch- what would you call yeah. Coming to America? Just a, a comedy? Comedy, comedy yeah. Movie, sure. Hmm. One of the funniest movies of all time. That's what I would yes. consider it. And when that sequel comes out in two years, I'm going to be fucking bummed. <laughs> yep. uh, okay, wait. So I just Googled the phrase uh, top romantic comedies of all time. And the top three, it, the, it lists them in this order, the top three. Annie Hall, 10 Things I Hate About You, and then When Harry Met Sally after that. Yeah. 10 Things I Hate About You is in between those two. So here's a hot take. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. So you hate Heath Ledger? I didn't say I hate it. I just, I watched it. I mean, I probably watched that movie like two years ago for the first time. It's all right. It's not great. I, that's, why I'm like, that's why I'm laughing at it because it's between like yeah. two legit great movies. I, f- I find Julia Stiles annoying. Yes. Yeah. Annie Hall's a good, that's a good one. 
Oh, the Harry Met Sally. Yeah, Harry Met Sally's great. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Sleepless in Seattle is fine. Like these are things that are fine. I'm just. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. You're good. Tyler's. <laughs> Sorry, Tyler. The Princess Bride is considered romantic comedy? No way. Stop. That's it. a family It's on the like list. It's on like list. a family. It's like a family yeah. film. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't like that movie either. What? I'm kidding. Um, I'm oh, kidding. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Tyler knows. We've been wanting to do that podcast for like since episode like one of The Morning Geekdom. Yeah. Somehow we just have not done it. Come on. All right, everyone. Mm-hmm. Anybody got anything else? Tyler looks like he wants to say something. I don't. <laughs> I want to say nothing. Just your normal look on your face. <laughs> yeah. All right, what do we got coming up next? What are we doing next? Um, Rob, we're doing Sleepy Hollow. We're doing Sleepy Hollow on Sunday. Well, and we're recording we it on are Sunday. Doing, Tyler, Rob, and I are doing the Terminator 35th anniversary. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Are we going to have enough to talk about for an hour with that movie? Not with a whole the Terminator? Lot of You're fucking kidding? Stop it. Not a whole lot of dialogue. Who needs dialogue <laughs> when you got Terminator? <laughs> Who needs dialogue when you got Schwarzenegger? Like, what, 80? can't even think of when that movie came out. What, 83? 84. Well, what's 84. the anniversary? 35th. I'm trying to do the math in my head, and I couldn't do 84. it. 84. No, that's not right. <laughs> Eight. Yeah. What? 35 minus 19. 86. Woo! That was exhausting. No. No. Anybody else excited about the Terminator movie coming out? I know we talked about it a little bit, but like I'm getting more and more excited as we get closer to November first. The, the more promo mm-hmm. Linda Hamilton does, the less excited I am about that movie. Yeah. So someone needs to really? pull Linda Hamilton off of the circuit. <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. She's just she's coming off she is coming off as the old person next to Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I think at this point Arnold Schwarzenegger should be the old person. But it's just she's just not selling it enough for me to be excited about. Huh. Sorry, huh. Linda okay. Hamilton. That's like you on the podcast. Ooh, that hurts. <laughs> like the old guy on the podcast. Am I the old guy to, on the podcast? I'm not the old. Next guy to the young spry Tyler. <laughs> Jarrett's the old. Guy the, on the I'm not even. I'm nowhere. I'm younger than you, Dick. <laughs> Tyler looks to be the youngest on the podcast. Yes, he does. Yes, he wins. When all actuality, Mister Mister Damien is the youngest on the pod. There you go. Hey, it's my there birthday next week. Don't forget. I'm well aware. Got to go on the calendars. <laughs> what day? October 26th, buddy. The day Marty uh, McFly goes to and back from. Ooh. In Back to the Future. How about that? Oh, I'm glad you glad you let us know well, what movie that was like, from. I was trying to line it all up for you. <laughs> Me, Hillary Clinton, and uh, Pat Sajak all share the same birthday. No big deal. Pat Sajak. <laughs> Is he still alive? He is still, still alive. alive. He's still hosting that show. Still, I don't know, yeah, man. Yeah. Is that show on the air? Every yeah. night, right after Jeopardy. Why do you say it like that, Tyler? <laughs> You're like, yeah. Like, everybody I mean, knows the know. fucking Wheel of Fortune still on the air. You are the pop culture guy. How do you not know that the most successful game show of all time is not on the air with its original I host? Oh, man. I'm sorry. If you watching Jeopardy's Family Feud, you should be able to watch this. I don't watch Family Feud. <laughs> fuck shit. Oh, That's ooh. fucking Beth. I specifically <laughs> said how much I dislike Steve Harvey. Oh, my God. And his teeth. It, it's Beth and my parents that are watching Family Feud. I'm sorry. Beth and your parents love it. <laughs> Let's make a deal still on. <laughs> Jared, how do you feel about The Mentalist? Oh. <laughs> do, do we want to dive this, down this rabbit hole on the podcast? Just, no, I don't think we do. Just call out of the podcast? Just comes out. It just sounds petty. So we're going we're gonna to yeah. move on. All right, guys. I don't have anything else. Anybody got anything or we're good? 
We're good. We're good. All right, gentlemen, thanks for, for jumping on. Tyler, thanks for the great idea, even though I guess it's not your idea, but thank you for bringing it up. I appreciate it. It was a fun pod, and uh, we'll all do it again. All right? All right, everyone, that is the Movies for the Rest of Your Life podcast. I would love to hear everyone's answers to those questions. You can always leave those on our social media platforms, The Morning Geekdom on Instagram, uh, at Morning Geekdom on Facebook and Twitter. You can always shoot us an email, themorninggeekdom at gmail.com. The gentleman who created the intro and outro music to our podcast is named Johnny B. You can give him a follow on Instagram at johnnybgood89, super talented guy. Uh, thanks to Jarrett, Rob, and Tyler for being on, especially Tyler for, for bringing this subject to us and, and adding some additional questions. Appreciated that. Uh, and we'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman. <laughs>